This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, the conference championship games in the NFL are now set. Yeah. They will all be played, or there won't be any played at a neutral oh, a new, site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Eagles will host the NFC uh, Championship game. They beat the Giants 38-7. to That game was just utter destruction. Utter destruction. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers hold off the Cowboys 19-12. to mm-hmm. So that's your uh, NFC matchup over in the AFC. The ja- uh, Chiefs beat the Jaguars 27-20. And the uh, Bengals... Dispatched the Bills twenty-seven to ten in the snow in a very impressive fashion. So, I don't know if you agree with me, but some takeaways, you know, and some of them are Steeler related. And you know, obviously, the goal is to get to this point next year going forward for the Steelers too. Is when we woke up Sunday, I thought the six best teams in the league were still alive. You know, that with all respect to the Jags and Giants, they didn't quite match up to the other teams in this round. And I'm not even sure we should lump the Giants and Jags together. The Giants. Don't have very many good players. I think the Jaguars are better than the Jaguars. <laughs> noticeably, yeah. noticeably. And they're trending the right direction. They might be in the hunt for a while. The Giants just don't have very many good players, and that showed. And good for them. They they outkicked their coverage this year. But I also thought since he – well, since he handled the Bills, and I didn't quite see that coming. Since he handled the weather better than the, the Bills. the weather, the physicality that – my, my takeaway take from those other six teams, and we talk about this all the time – Winning playoff games is really hard, and you're if you have a flaw, you're not going to mask it. It's going to show up. You still may win the game, but when Pollard went out and Buffalo, I thought it became very obvious they didn't have enough weapons. You know, I mean, Bills had other problems, but you know, and Buffalo in general, I think, has some issues where. They need to rethink of how how they're built. Yes, exactly what I was about to say. Because they either can't or won't run the football. And they have little backs. Yeah. You know, like Allen's their power back. Right. You know. It's not a good recipe. For the for where they live in. For where they live at, yeah. Yeah, or for winning Super Bowls. You know, I mean, you're going to go on the road to Kansas City or wherever. And even their defense, like – their pass rush numbers, minus Von Miller when he got injured, were really, really bad. And they've drafted D-lineman after D-lineman. But they're not DJ Reader or Hendrickson. They're not particularly physical. They're all a bunch of finesse athletic guys. And as we always talk about the Bills, they live in nickel. Well, you got to bring some – you're bringing a, a sword to a gunfight a little bit here You know, yeah. late in the season. you got to be a more physical football team. And you do have the quarterback to do it. But they have some holes. They're the way they play. They need Josh Allen to be Superman every game, right? And if he's not Superman, they can't win. They can't win, and often he is, and for stints he always is. But Superman's not doing battle with Lex Luger now. I mean, he's doing battle with the Hulk and Iron Man and other superheroes, and you start to get exposed. Wow, you're crossing universes. I know. They don't know each other, but right. But, yeah, I mean, like, all of a sudden, you, that, that formula is faulty, and when you get to this level, you get exposed. And they got beat up pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the uh, championship games are set. The tight ends, Matt. 
Tight ends Again. are back. Yeah, yeah. It's Again a with the tight ends. Kittle. Kittle, Kelsey, Kelsey, Dawson Knox led the Bills in receiving in that mm-hmm. game. Not Stephon Diggs. Uh, you know, you could go up and down. Goddard was a weapon for yeah. the Eagles in that game. I mean, Hurst made a play. You know, I mean, everybody, right? Up and down. You know, I think that the if you start looking at these four teams now, you look at the Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals. The Bengals would have the. I mean, Hayden Hurst isn't on the same level as no, those no, other no. guys, but he can but make plays. Go, but they go three deep at receiver. Yeah, too. you know, like none of these teams. Again, that was a theme to me, and we've been saying this for a long time with the Bills. Is Let's stick with the Bills just for a second, and I want to talk tight ends. Allen and Diggs are tremendous, but Gabe Davis isn't a great player. No. I mean, they're slot guys. They've been searching and looking. They've been looking for playmakers at running back, flirted with McCaffrey, drafted Cook, but they're all finesse guys too. So and by no means am I saying the Steelers' offense is close to as good as the Bills. It's not right now. But the only two Bills starters that I know would start for the Steelers' offense are Diggs and Allen. I mean, yeah. maybe Dawkins the left tackle. There's maybe Morse the center, but it's not a that I know. It's not would a slam start. dunk. It's not a slam dunk. Right? Yeah. You know no, I, mean? I hear like, you. If you put the best eleven out there of Steelers and Bills, there's at least seven Steelers. If the Bills have Najee Harris yesterday, exactly, exactly, <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's a... not that hard to find that type of dude. Yeah. You know, they need to take a step back, and you know, is it? Is Dorsey part of the problem too? The the offensive coordinator because Dayball's running the ball with the Giants. You know, I mean, um, they went all in. You know, the, Allen's a fifty million dollar cap. Is it, is it a philosophical thing? That's that's how they want mm-hmm. to do things because when Dayball was in Buffalo, yeah, they ran this pretty much the same offense they that they're did, running right, now. Right, right. They don't run the football. No, they don't run the football. <laughs> and again, the defense is very finesse. It's a good defense. But when you're going to get pushed around by Mixon in a backup line that is all big Mauler types, Ed Oliver's great, but Ed Oliver's 285 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, who's the where's the DJ reader? You know, I mean, the one line was physical and the other one isn't. And their problem is, much like many of these teams, they're up against cap. And you know, they went all in. I mean, they a went couple all of these in. teams, the, the Browns went all in. The Raiders went all in. The Rams it's, have gone all in, but they at least got a ring for it. So I was asked today, I did a Stan Saverin show, hit on Stan Saverin show today, and he asked me, you know, are the Bengals going to be a problem for a long time? I said, well, Burrow's going to be there for a long time. Yeah. The problem becomes, and I've already saw a story this weekend, they're going to talk contract extension Probably immediately. with Burrow this offseason. Yeah. Well, now Burrow becomes a $50 million a year player, and now you can't afford to keep T. Higgins. Right, right, right. You can't afford to keep D.J. Reader. And you're going to pick in the 20s. And you're and not going yeah. to get the next Jamar Chase. You're, you know, you're Jesse not. Bates, bye-bye. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. No question about it. And a, a couple injuries set in, and you don't have the depth and all those things. Can he raise all ships? You know, like, Dallas is dealing with that a little bit. Like, yeah. we both think Burrow's better than Dak. But Dak's great if he's a $30 million cap hit. Right. But when they're $50 million cap hits and you got to elevate everybody else and all of a sudden Tyron Smith and Zeke are getting old that you were counting on and it's now your show, well, that's a hard that's a hard formula. I mean, I trust Burrow and I'd give him anything he wants. He's tremendous. But you still need to block for him and build a defense and, you know, you got to have some luck too. Yeah, you absolutely do. And, and, and things have to break exactly right for you when you've mm-hmm. got that quarterback taking up such a big chunk. At the same time, you almost have to have the quarterback. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it's a, mean, it's a catch-22. We have four big-time quarterbacks still alive. That's, I don't think that's an accident. We've got four really well-constructed teams. Three. 
Yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I am not. Uh, Brock Purdy's Purdy. not. He, Folks, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. buy into this Brock Purdy stuff. He, I don't at all. He's Devlin You're Hodges. Right. Yeah. He's he's, uh, he's, he's a much more he's a slightly more talented Devlin Hodges. He's in a tremendous situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, their offense is elite, not because of the quarterback. No, I mean, but, some of the throws he was making yesterday, I'm like, you could have timed the ball with a uh, just with a sundial. Sundial, yeah, yeah. Just, takes forever to get there. Just no zip forever. on it, right? But he he fits that system well. They're hard to play against. He didn't hurt them. Dak hurt his. Team. The more film that gets out there on Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. I, I expect I'm 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 going to say it right now. I, the Eagles are going to beat the 49ers. I tend to think so too. I mean, I think that both those defenses are really legit. I can't see a ton of points, but the Eagles can just do so many more things. Yeah. I mean, Eagles ran all over the Giants, but they could probably throw them all over them too. They just right. didn't have to. <laughs> they didn't have to. Right. They didn't have to. Right. Yeah. So uh, I expect that. You know, and that's what I said all along. He's going to get exposed at some point in the playoffs, and then you're going, they're going to be going, "Okay, well, he got us to the championship game, but then he went, you know, twelve of twenty-eight for 142 yards mm-hmm. in the championship game." Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I didn't think he can't. Dallas's defense played extremely. They played well. well. Both yeah. those defenses played really well to me, but Purdy, maybe. I mean, to, I guess to somewhat of a feather in his cap, he didn't make the big mistake. Dallas dropped a couple of interceptions, but he too. also got lucky. <laughs> I mean, Diggs should have had that one pick. You, yeah, you of all guys all to drop here. an interception, right, right. the guy that's that's all he does is intercept passes. Yep, that's his, that's his claim to fame. You, you mentioned it before we went on the air. I mean, the big play to Kittle was not a great quarterback no. play. I mean, it, it, the, the mismatches that McCaffrey and Debo create are phenomenal. And if he has to drop back and throw out routes to the, from the opposite hash, look out! And Kyle ain't having that. Mm. I mean, that's not going to be the, that's not going to be what they do. So yeah. Uh, Kansas City with with the Mahomes injury mm-hmm. is uh, troublesome. Troublesome. I mean, so hard to believe. Kansas City has the worst weapons left in the in, in the in, in the, the dance. I mean, it's Kelsey with fourteen passes and is an uncoverable monster. But is Patty going to need a little more help from his guys if he's on one wheel? Is my point. You know, I mean, yeah. he can elevate everyone to no no end. They're a really good team, though. I mean, there's. If he's right, they're really hard to beat. But since he's beaten three in a row, yeah, I, I can't see it being four. I mean, uh, I, that's just my feeling on yeah. it. When, when initially when the game ended, I'm like, they've beaten him three times because they're flashing. Oh, Cincinnati's beating Kansas City. I'm like, are you going to beat that guy in his building four right. times in a row? But if he's not very mobile, I mean, I guess news today is better than you thought. I have a feeling stuff. he'll be mobile enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I just do. It's I, different, obviously, when you get it halfway through the game and have to go get it checked out yeah. and adjust that way. Um, he played well after, but he wasn't. He looked like he a wasn't super the same. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, he couldn't uh, do some of the things. Couldn't to, do long stretch handoffs. Yeah, you know, things like that. You know, I mean, and he'll be fine with that stuff. I'm sure on Sunday. Yeah, I, I would think that they good matchups. They could do some things to uh, alleviate that. But Bengals. Uh, they have the you know they have the the feeling of invincibility to mm-hmm. a certain degree, and they have that swagger. Uh, it's going to be up to Kansas City to knock that swagger off of them. Mm-hmm. And um, if anybody can, it's certainly Mahomes. Without in, a doubt, in yeah. that building. I mean, I think that's going to be a very fair fight, assuming Mahomes is close to being the the player he has been. Um, I give the Bengals O line some credit though. I mean, I, that was my only concern with that matchup: three backups. But you also had all week to prepare those guys too, and I think the really I think the snow too. really slowed down the pass rush. Yeah, too. that's a good point too. But they were physical at the line. I mean, they ran the even, ball well. Even when the Bills or when the Bengals got pressure on Allen, mm-hmm. it was defensive back 
blitzes and things of that nature. It wasn't yeah. defensive linemen necessarily beating because I don't think the big guys get off the ball very well no. in, the, in, in the in the snow. Right. I think that's actually the biggest problem with weather is the the get off. You know, and and they are built different. Like you said, the the Bills they're built like a dome team. Yeah. I mean, they're built like uh, they should be playing in Arizona and you know, not the opposite end of the country. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And the Bengals are an AFC North team. And you know the I mean? Bengals are, are an AFC the Cam, North. The yeah. Cam Haywards that of the travels. world could handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That travels. So it's going to be interesting matchups, and we'll hear all about those. Uh, I saw the the the, uh, the betting odds on this stuff. They've ran all the computer modules. And, mm-hmm. and like, there's no clear favorite. Really? To win, I know the lines are small. Yeah, but there's no clear favorite even to win the Super Bowl at this point. Oh, I saw with that With all too. four of those teams. Like, if you're betting right now, I think their longest odds are like 3-1. to one. Yeah. You know, so they are all pretty much equal almost. And yeah. that adds up. Yeah. I do like the Eagles' chances. I do as well. Yeah. I mean, the more I think about that, the more I like the Eagles' That chances. place is going to be – Well, that's going to be – you know, okay, so let's talk about this. So the, the conference championship stuff mm-hmm. um, in the neutral site – I see more and more national writers writing about this. Well, they're just testing the waters here on this. They're going to do this. It takes 24 votes from the owners mm. to say we're going to have now our conference championships at neutral sites. Do so you, you think 24 owners are going to agree yeah. to, to give up? That's the first I've heard this. Is, so they're thinking like like how the SEC championships at a neutral yeah. site. They want to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just to sell more. Th- I'm sure it's a, money it's a thing. It's a money thing because they could, you know, if – if if Buffalo had won that game, the game was going to be in Kansas. If Kansas City, Buffalo game was going to be in Atlanta. Correct, right? Well, they had sold fifty thousand tickets, like in mm. five hours on Friday. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. Was and then they could also sell all the luxury boxes and things of that nature. They can c- control the whole venue. Think about all the hotels and bars and parking. They don't even care about that. I, mean, I know they. They're talking about, about right. the town. Does. The t- yeah. Okay. But is that money that you're going to make? out of that off of that is that going to offset is that going to convince enough owners to say you know what i don't care if my city ever hosts another championship well, game say, then if i mean the bills or you know Bengals or Steelers, whoever isn't getting that money right then. and they earned it to I mean, me we, best, we earned the, the home field advantage getting eight owners particularly from the cold weather cities yeah who aren't going to then get the host right Conference championship game. It's games. never going to be in their town. Yeah, because you're not going to have it's it. Never going to be in Green Bay. You're not going to have it in Green Bay. You're not going to have it in Cleveland. You're no. not going to have it in Buffalo. You're not no. going to have it in New England. Right. You know, you could, I could go on down a list and come up with pretty easily with eight. Chicago yeah, either, eight you know, spots right, right. where it's not going to be. Getting those owners to say no, we'll, sure, we're good. Right. Yeah. We never want to have. We never want an opportunity to host a conference championship game again. Right. Yeah, that makes no sense. Is not going to. I don't care if it puts five million dollars in their pocket. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd have to have some sort of revenue sharing thing, like the, well, yeah. Work. I mean, you, it would have to. You know, be, we get a cut of that. Yeah. Well, they, I think the they already the they already do because the yeah. league. What happens for a conference championship game? And I've covered enough of these things over the years. The league takes over. The conference mm. championship games. Okay. Credentialing. Okay. I all that, that stuff. The Super Bowl. I didn't know. All that, that stuff. Championship. Yeah. Games. Okay. Um, but you host it at your venue, so you're still getting parking. You know, yeah, all the yeah. all Every the, answers, year and, all know, the right, ancillary yeah, yeah. stuff. Now they get all the tickets and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but still, bodies in your seats equals money. Yeah, you know, for the home team, without a doubt. And and one of the reasons why you want to host those things, think about how excited. And I've, again, I've covered a, a ton of conference AFC championship games here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. The excitement that that brings to your city. Oh. 
It's like it's like hosting the Super Bowl. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, that's that's the biggest game. That's the biggest game. If you're in Pittsburgh, that's the biggest game you can host. Yeah. If you're in Green Bay, that's the biggest game you can host. You're never going to get a Super Bowl. And if it is, it's not your team, probably. Right. You're right. It's not your guys. Right. No, that makes sense. Why would you give that up? Why would you give that up? (laughs) Then you're right about the the cold weather teams. Owners aren't going to be like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Now maybe you could talk. Well, we'll have one in Detroit because they got to. Well, great. So maybe Detroit goes along with it, but. Mm In right, the grand Detroit scheme be, of yeah. things, you know, Chicago's not going to, you know. Would the Steelers say yes? I mean, I don't no. know would. I know right, Dan, right. Dan, they brought this up years and years and years now that they mm, want to do this. The first I heard that. Dan Rooney was adamantly against it. Okay. Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, you, you've, you've earned, earned, that, earned right. that right. And this year in the AFC is odd, obviously, but the Eagles were the best team in the NFC. That shouldn't be in Indianapolis. Well, and think, and think about how this all works out now with the, with the buys and everything. So if they did neutral sites every year, mm-hmm. the team that got the number one overall seed would get one home game every year. Every get one p- home game. Right. Whereas the other teams, you'd be better. You know, the other teams would make more money because they're getting two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Niners had two or right. whatever. Right. That makes sense. I'm I'm going to lose my AFC North Steeler fan card here, but I will say the only perk I see of it is. I don't want the NFC Championship being decided in minus 20 weather in Green Bay. It's football. I know. It's football. It's great. But if Aaron Rodgers can't throw, I mean, and I know that just goes against everything we've said about Buffalo, but extreme, extreme weather to me, the best team doesn't always go to the Super Bowl. You know? But we but all how know often, this How often in. do we see that, though? No, no. Not all that. Even that weather in Buffalo yesterday. That's, that's, I'm not talking about that. That I'm was just... About Snow. I'm talking about the couple weeks ago when it was minus 20 or yeah. the ice bowl or, you know, the, the, the rare, rare ones. It's part where, of the beauty of the NFL. Nah, I'm not a big fan home of Home field advantage. In the regular season, I don't care. But the, <laughs> decide who goes home and who goes if to the Super If that's the case, then force everybody to get a dome. Mm. I was wondering that, too. Like, Buffalo's supposedly building a new stadium. Should they build a dome? They're not. And they're not going to. I right. Mean, but should they? Should the NFL say it would be, it'd be better if you build a dome? It's a lot more expensive. Is the NFL going to help pay for it? Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> Put a roof over that is not cheap. Not cheap. Good point. So they'd be better at playing in a dome. They're not built for their own. No, time. but that's, that's again, one. that goes into your team building. Oh, yeah. You know, right. you better build a team that is capable of, of competing in the weather that you're going to compete in, not just in September, mm-hmm. but in December and January. So along those lines, I was listening to Mike Lombardi on the way here, who was the GM with Belichick yeah. in, in New England. And he said, Flat out said, he's like, we had the utmost respect for the Colts, the Manning-Brady era. But if they had to come here, they were they were built for the Dome. Right. You know, Freeney and Mathis aren't rushing the passer in New England this time of year. And Manning could handle it, but Marvin's not the most physical guy. And, you know, like, they're built to win the AFC South. And he's like, that was our biggest advantage over those. If they would have done, they did Manning a little bit of a disservice. It's different. It, yeah, it just is. It just is. And that's part of the— you got to get the home field all the way through. Yeah. That, to me, that's a big—you know, mm-hmm. if you look at New England, even you know during the Brady-Belichick era, when they had home game, when they had a bye, mm-hmm. they were really tough to beat. Really tough to beat. When they didn't have a bye and they had to go on the road, not so much. Right. And they weren't great playing in a dome because they were McGinnis and Vrabel yeah, and they big, were, heavy you right. know, bangers, you know, Parcells-type guys. They were always you know? built to, to, to win. Yeah. And if you got the buy, then best of luck. Yeah. So I, I just think it, it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, you but know. it's also Steeler relevant. I mean, as, Without they, a doubt. as they build their team, 
I don't think you want to go super it's, finesse. Or, I don't you know? think it's a coincidence when you look at the Steeler running backs. Right. The last three that they've drafted who've been starters. Mm-hmm. You go from Le'Veon Bell, who was a 240-pound guy in college. coming out, right. Yeah. Now he dropped down to 225 pounds. Wisely. But 225 yeah. pounds is a big back He's a big now. back, right. To James Conner. Right. To now Najee Harris. Right. No, they're not Devin Singletary and James Cook. No. You know, People right. may talk about, well, I, you know, I wouldn't take Najee Harris in the first round, and I see that. For what the Steelers do and how they want how they mm-hmm. want their running backs to I mean, play. Every team's different, right? Yeah, the, he's the back that he was the perfect style of back for them. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about both sides of my mouth here, too. But I was watching, you know, watching like the Niners D. They played so much zone, and all their guys are long and fast. Yeah. They all have little waists. There's no fat guys. <laughs> There's no neck roll linebackers that are just bangers. And as I'm watching that, not thinking about weather and things, I'm like, if I was building Steelers, I would really stress length and speed. You know, I mean, it's such a, just all the passing lanes are so much more narrow. And but you, not at the expense of physicality either. I mean, you want everything, but it's yeah. You ideally, can't get it all, right? ideally, you get a guy at six five, two hundred forty pounds and can run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he goes second overall. <laughs> Yeah, I went 11 Micah Parsons, but, well, yeah, the, the, that's not exactly how it not works. How you got to sacrifice yeah. something. Yeah. You can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.